Hello there, founders. My name is Kamala Brown Washington, and I'm a nonprofit founder as well as the CEO of the Profitable Blueprint and Million Dollar CEO Mastermind. And I'm on a mission to help nonprofit founders with online programs just like you all over the world grow your business in a way that's profitable and scalable. I'm having candid and transparent conversations about what it really takes to scale your online business to millions of dollars per year without self-funding or being solely dependent upon grants. Join me to learn the CEO decisions I've had to make, the biggest failures I've had to overcome, and the strategic wisdom that emerged every step of the way. I'm humbled and I'm grateful to have this opportunity to share it all with you right here on Level Up with Kamala, the podcast designed for nonprofit founders with online programs. Let's level up together. Whenever I'm stressed out, it's an indication that I don't have a strategy or a structure for where I am. Stress is a warning bell that you need to reboot, recalibrate, or even change your structure or your strategy. But no matter whether your progress is up or down, always remember that you wouldn't be stressed or frustrated if you weren't close to what you're trying to achieve. Today, I'm talking about powerful strategies for a profitable leader. Hello, 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 founders. My name is Kamala Brown Washington, a nonprofit founder and CEO of the Profitable Blueprint and the Million Dollar CEO Mastermind. I'm on a mission to help nonprofit founders with online programs just like you all over the world grow your business in a way that's profitable and scalable. I'm having candid and transparent conversations about what it really takes to scale your online business to millions of dollars per year without self-funding or being solely dependent upon grants. Join me to learn the CEO decisions I've had to make, the biggest failures I've had to overcome, and the strategic wisdom that emerged every step of the way. I'm humbled and grateful to have this opportunity to share with you right here on Level Up with Kamala, the podcast designed for nonprofit founders with online programs. Let's level up together. The only thing you can count on is that there will always be change. And as an entrepreneur, you really need to determine what drives you to success and becoming a profitable leader. In essence, it's important for you to understand what's your why. And as leaders, we must plan to have a strategy for the good as well as the bad. You know, many times when you look at someone's resume or their bio, you would think that they never had any failures whatsoever because all they talk about is the success and their accomplishments, right? So it just looks like it's just a straight uphill ladder of success. But we learn just as much from our failures as we do from our success. And I never want you to despise small beginnings. I was talking to my father the other day, and we were talking about a particular event that took place in our past. And he referenced, you know, remember when we were homeless your sophomore year? And I kind of took aback because I never realized at that particular point in my life that we were actually homeless, but we were. 
you know, because we didn't fit that stereotypical homeless person. You know, we weren't living in our car. We weren't living in a shelter or under a bridge. And, you know, we always had something to eat. We had a place to sleep. We were actually living in a motel. And I, you know, grew up with both of my parents and I have an older brother and all four of us lived in this motel for a period of time. But everything else in our life was normal. You know, we went to private school. We still did our activities, went to games, went to friends' houses. And like I said, we ate and slept like everything was normal. We were just in between places, which (laughs) apparently, Cammie, is (laughs) the definition of being homeless, right? But psychologically, again, I did not look at that situation as being homeless. But needless to say, that incident, as well as other incidents growing up with my parents not really being financially stable, has made me who I am today. Since I was probably 15, I've always had multiple jobs, always. Minimum two, maximum maybe four or five. But I've always wanted to make sure that there's a cushion. And I never wanted to be in a position to where my son had to experience some of the ups downs of financial burdens that we had to experience growing up. So the point I'm making is that experience as well as others in my life have made me who I am. So please never despise your small beginnings because they do shape and mold who you are. The number one quality to me in team members that no one really talks about is a quality that I think will make or break the progress and the success of your growth. So as you start to build your team, whether it's your board, your board of directors, committee, volunteers, paid staff, contractors, whatever that happens to be, however you want to build your team. You know, we all have heard of IQ and that's intellectual quotient. And that basically just is an assessment to determine how intellectually smart you are. (laughs) So when you go on a job interview and the recruiter or, you know, HR is, you know, asking you questions about your past, about your school, your GPA, any supervisory roles that you may have had, accomplishments, awards, etc. Basically, they're trying to determine, are you smart? <laughs> the other assessment is EQ, which is emotional quotient, and it helps to determine your range of emotion and how you can handle stress and pressure. So, you know, in essence, they want to know, can they trust you emotionally? And do you have the wherewithal to handle their vision, to take that company's vision to that next level? But there's another assessment that I think is equally, if not more important, and that's called AQ. And AQ stands for Adaptability Quotient. How do you respond to change? You know, leading your business will involve unprecedented growth as well as unexpected setbacks. And you really need to know what you're getting into, but you never know until it happens, whether it's you or whether it's your team members, you never really know because on you know the outside, when you present yourselves to your audience, to your public, to your village, your clients, whatever that happens to be, as well as team members who are going to come interview to join your organization, it's always the representative, <laughs> you know? You never really know what you're getting until 
their back is against the wall. And it reminds me of when I was in school and I was, you know, dating a guy and he was a football player and he was like the star athlete. He was super smart. And most of the girls wanted to kind of hook up with them, right? And so there's a group of us that went to this amusement park. We use either Disneyland or not Sperry Farm. I couldn't remember which one. And so we got in this roller coaster and I love roller coasters. So we get in this roller coaster and he's clutching on to me and like screaming like a girl. Like he could not handle the roller coaster, right? So the point I'm making is, you know, as smart, as someone may be, as intellectual as someone may be, you never really know what their weaknesses are, how they handle stress, pressure, change until certain situations occur. So as a successful business owner, you really learn from your lows how to ride the highs in essence. So if you can't take the dip, you can't make the climb. And you might be screaming on the inside, much like dude over here, (laughs) but you really need to remain calm and really be able to project a certain level of confidence as a leader, because there's nothing more frightening than a scared leader. So many of you who follow me know I travel internationally as well as domestically quite a bit. So needless to say, I'm on the plane quite a bit. So I really don't get nervous if there's a situation on the plane. I really don't get nervous until the person in charge gets nervous. So as long as they can convey a message that's clear and concise and they're calm, I'm good. So the pilot comes on or the flight attendant makes the announcement. Okay, I need everyone to buckle your seatbelt. We're going to experience a little bit of turbulence. We are approaching a small storm. We're going to glide through these clouds. But on the other side, it's going to be free and clear. Everything's good. They're good. I'm good. I'm going back to watch my movie (laughs) or I'm going back to sleep. But if someone gets on the intercom and they're conveying a message with panic and fear and terror, I don't hear any of the details. Now, if you're nervous, now I'm nervous. So if (laughs) if you or your team, you know, really can't adapt quickly, you're going to lose it before you really even have an opportunity to build it. And a blessing isn't a blessing if you can't handle it. So have you ever seen like a dog chasing a car, like, you know, cars driving down the neighborhood and there's this dog, like, like trying to chase this car, right? So let's just say that the dog catches up with the car. Maybe the car stops at a stop sign or at a red light. Does the dog even know what they're going to do if they catch up with the car? Does the dog even realize or take into consideration that they don't know how to drive? So my question to you is, are you chasing something that you can't drive? You could be praying to win something or to achieve something that you really can't handle if you do receive it. You know, many of us business owners know our goal. We want to get to six figures then we want to get to seven figures. But if you had a six or seven figure business, do you have the infrastructure to sustain it effectively? If your client enrollment increased by an additional 10 to 20 clients every month, would each client achieve the same desired result, which is your program promise, right? Whatever you say, like if you enroll in my program after three months, six months, a year, whatever that happens to be, you're going to achieve this. I'm going to get you from point A to point B. If your enrollment increased by 10 to 20 clients every single month, 
Would each client achieve the same result every single time consistently? So when I come back, I have a few more power strategies as a profitable leader. Here's a quick testimonial from one of my clients. Hello, I'm Dr. Kimberly Wayne, the founder and executive director of Jules Academy. Jules Academy is an organization that gets girls fourth through 12th grade more interested in STEM related careers. STEM being science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Being here has been an amazing experience. Um, this is my second year and something that's sponsored by this cohort. And I am just uh, so excited to be here. One of the biggest things for me um, that really stood out to us is how to get that word out is that we really need to focus in on on how we promote and leverage social media. Uh, the aha moment that I had is really just the leveraging of the information that all the CEOs have had. So our goal, I could see just finished with the exercise of strategic planning, our goal is to really try to double the number of students that we're serving now. So I am so excited to go back to where we serve and share the information with my board and also our, our staff. One special thing I love about Kamala is that she's open to sharing her knowledge. She is very transparent and I really appreciate her willingness to teach and to share her experiences of her success. So if you need coaching, uh, professional coaching and your nonprofit management to take it to the next level, I highly recommend this exclusive organization. We're back with Level Up with Kamala. I'm sharing powerful strategies for a profitable leader, okay? So write this down. Here are five qualities that any business, whether you're nonprofit, for-profit, really doesn't matter, but if you wanna be a sustainable, profitable, effective business, here are five strategies that you have to have in place, especially if you're at like a mid six-figure trying to get to seven or eight-figure in revenue, right? So one is strategic vision. Two is cash flow. Three is alliance with your team. Four is leadership. And five is execution. So if you take the first letter of each of those, that spells scale. So you want to be able to scale through a strategic vision, cash flow, alliance with your team, leadership, and then execution. If you look at any profitable um, business, let's say it's a fast food chain, right? Chick-fil-A. Love myself some Chick-fil-A. So you go to Chick-fil-A, whether you're in New York or California, your experience, your end result is going to be the same. This is going to be consistent. It's the same. The food's going to taste the same. The service is going to be the same. Your whole experience is going to be the same. And that's what you want with your business. You want to build a business that's based on effective strategies and systems that you have in place so that your clients, your customers, your participants, whatever you want to you know, call them, that they receive the same result every single time. You want it on rinse and repeat. You also need to understand that every idea is not meant to be a business. Sometimes it's just a really good idea. Or sometimes that idea is really just like a really cool hobby or, you know, 
a project. If you cannot apply those five principles to the idea that you have for an online business or for a business period, it's not going to generate revenue. It's not going to be sustainable. So leadership is when there is a commitment to stability in the midst of fluctuation. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back, okay? Leadership is when there is a commitment to stability in the midst of fluctuation, okay? So the only thing that really should be consistent in your business as you're projecting your path for progress is you. You are the one thing that has to be consistently stable at all times. So when you experience bad news, and it's going to happen inevitably because that's the way life is, right? You need to make sure that you deliver a clear, concise message. Hello, AT&T, I cannot pay you this month. I will pay you next month on such and such day, or I need an extension until such and such day. Whatever that happens to be, it needs to be clear and concise. When you are sharing content with your audience as you're building connection through whatever platform that you're using, whether it's social media or a podcast or a blog or YouTube video, whatever it is, however you're building connection for your audience so you can start generating prospects that are going to eventually convert to paying clients, your message has to be crystal clear because it helps to create and manage their expectations so that you avoid disappointment. People can handle bad news if they can trust your message. But without a clear, concise, articulated message, you have damage control over and over and over again. So think about that person that you broke up with and you were nervous and you like didn't really want to hurt their feelings, but you just knew that this relationship is not going in the right direction or you're just not happy, whatever that happens to be. Right. So you might kind of dance around the issue. You know, you don't exactly say, I really want to break up. You know, you might say, I think we should take a break or I think we should see other people, whatever that happens to be. But your interpretation of the message that you're giving them is completely different from the message that they're receiving. In your mind, you're saying we broke up. In their mind, they're saying, okay, we're just taking a little break, whatever that happens to be. <laughs> you know, either, you, either we're together or we're not, but you know, I get it. People do that. But the point I'm making is you're wondering why this person is still calling you, why they're still coming over, why they're still sending you text messages, why they still want to know when you guys can, you know, go out again, because the message wasn't clear. The same with your audience, with your prospects, like you want to generate or you want to attract prospects who are qualified for your program that are more than willing to pay you for your level of expertise based on the value that you can bring through your program. The fact that you can get them from point A to point B, you can solve that one problem with excellence and consistency. That's what you want. But if you're not articulating the value of your program, then you're going to have to continue to kind of dummy down and reduce your price. And then that's a whole nother issue. That's a whole nother topic. I probably need to do a video or a podcast on, right? Because you have not one set up a certain level of qualifications for your audience, for your customer. They have to qualify. You can't just let any random person in your program. And if you know you want to charge, I'm throwing out a number, you want to charge $1,000 
but you find yourself only attracting people who want to pay $50, you're going to get what you pay for. So these $50 people are not going to show up and do the work and get the results and allow you to document their testimonials and their success because they're not showing up. You drop a stack on, you know, a program. You about to show up every day, all day, on time, right? Because <laughs> that's that's a thousand dollars. So I want you to understand the importance of being able to deliver a clear, concise, articulated message under any circumstances to your board, to your team, to your contractors, to your volunteers, whatever, whoever that happens to be, be decisive and be clear as a leader. Stress is an indication that you don't have a strategy or a structure in place. Stress is also a warning bell that you need to reboot, recalibrate, or put some type of new system in place. Now, the good news is you wouldn't be stressed or frustrated if you weren't close to whatever you're trying to achieve. That's the good news. So do you know the most important part of a football game? Typically any game, but let's just use football as an example. What's the most important part of a football game? I'm going to give you some time. Go ahead and think through. And you might be saying it's the quarterback. Nope, it's the receiver. Nope, it's the owner. Nope, it's the referee. All wrong. The most important part of a football game is the clock because the clock lets you know that there's a certain period of time to accomplish your goal. It creates a sense of urgency and a deadline. And without a sense of urgency or a deadline, the game will just go on continuously, much like baseball. <laughs> okay. So every play has to have a plan, has to be strategic, and has to be intentional. The same with your business. When you're in a game, you're not just going to pull some random dude off the bench just because he hasn't played in the game yet. Like, oh, well, we haven't let so-and-so play. Let's put him in. No, you have to have your best players on at all times because you have a goal. That clock is ticking. Same with your business. You need to have strategies and systems in place so you can achieve the goals that you desire by the time frame that you have set. My coaching programs are designed to give you the plays for your playbook. And as you dig deeper into your programs, you'll walk away with a sense of urgency to create the profit by the deadline that you create, because now you have systems and strategies in place to achieve your end result. So if you're a nonprofit founder with an online program and you're trying to generate consistent monthly revenue by monetizing your expertise, which is your intellectual property, then I invite you to apply to the Profitable Blueprint. And if you're a nonprofit founder already at six figures, trying to build an infrastructure to support seven or eight figures, I invite you to apply to the Million Dollar CEO Mastermind. Please go to KamalaBrownWashington.com. That's K-A-M-I-L-A BrownWashington.com or click the link below. We'll chat soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found value in my content. I invite you to subscribe to my podcast. And if you want to learn more about how to turn your online program into a six or seven figure business, join me in my free masterclass. Please visit KamalaBrownWashington.com. I'll share exactly how I was able to generate millions in revenue with my nonprofit program. And I look forward to hanging out with you next time on Level Up with Camilla, the podcast for nonprofit founders with an online program.
I hope you enjoyed this episode and found value in my content. I invite you to subscribe to my podcast. And if you want to learn more about how to turn your online program into a six or seven figure business, join me in my free masterclass. Please visit KamalaBrownWashington.com. That's K-A-M-I-L-A BrownWashington.com. I'll share exactly how I was able to generate millions in revenue with my nonprofit program. And I look forward to hanging out with you next time on Level Up with Kamala, the podcast for nonprofit founders with an online program.